0: And check low, relax yourself and let the sugar love. Yeah, I got you. Why you need to come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar love. Yeah, I got you. Why you need to come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar love. Yeah, I got you. Why you need to come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar love flow. All right, all right, you know what? I had nothing to say. Uh, still in the pandemic. I know i would be mm-hmm. like, oh, it'll be easy to get these episodes off, but they, they haven't um, because, <laughs> yeah, I know me. I'm a slacker in general, but I did an episode. Actually, I did an episode. The last episode I dropped was in June with uh, Cool Ass Scott. Shout out to Cool Ass Scott. Um I did another one with my, one of my former students, Khalil, a.k.a. Snaps, a.k.a. KJ. Um, great episode, but the audio got messed up. So, it's one of my lost episodes. That's like four. <laughs> I have four lost episodes. <laughs> and that was a good episode, but I was off the, I was off the mute hook on that one. So, I probably had to edit that anyway, because I was talking crazy about some people. It was honest truth, but, and, and you know, I did to record it. So, um, we are back again. Sillin' Fan Podcast, Sillin' Fan Podcast, hashtag Sillin' Fan Podcast, um... If it's your first time listening. Let me properly introduce myself. My name is Martel, AKA I Don't Know Marty, AKA Grand Leroy, your baby mama's favorite B boy. Uh, the father of Flora, Flora Poppy, Flora Finesse, um, Raymond Love, a lot of AKAs like Jesus and Meryl. Um, we back, man. If it's your first time listening. Thank you. If it's your first and last time listening. Thank you. There's still the views, still good spins. I appreciate, uh, please share, subscribe, if you on Spotify, Apple, Google, any one of them joins, like, go, go in the archives, a lot of great episodes in the archives, but, um, it feels good to be back, uh, people that's, that's, like, know the podcast and hip to the podcast, wanna know what I've been doing, that's been at work, go to work, at the grocery store. Hopefully, I don't get corona in the grocery store. <laughs> and then, I go home. Actually, I picked up skateboarding. So, I had to skate after I could leave work. And I skate for like an hour or two. And I go to another park and skate for an hour or two. I don't know no tricks. I just be riding up the ramps, up and down. I don't know any tricks yet. I'm, I'm too old and washed to learn tricks. I'm afraid I might bust my ass, for real, for real. I have been busting my ass. And, um... I'm an old man, like my right hip is about to explode from falling. But anyway, doing that, I get home, I stress eat. <laughs> I watch Kung Fu flicks, and I do photography. Um, you want know follow my Instagram? It's I don't know Marty. Not, I don't know Marty, I D U N N O Marty, like Marty McFly, back to the future. Um, there's nothing going on, man. hope y'all been out there and safe wearing your mask. Uh, sanitizing your hands, washing your hands. Just don't sanitize your hands. You have day. they wash them, wash them. You just leave them dead particles on you. Just like sanitize work, but like wash, wash your hands, wash the wrists, wash your forearms, all that. Um, hopefully in a few months we will be out of this. And uh, but anyway, um, what else? What else? What else? Let's You know I'm gonna jump right into the episode. Normally I just nervously rant, but we have a super special guest, like always. Um super amazing person, super amazing woman. That I've known for years, years ago. Man, was, ooh. I was I wanna say the first time it was probably around oh eight, oh nine. So that sounds had, right. I had still. I had a braid. Oh right there. I, had, I vaguely remember <laughs> that,
1: yeah.
0: And I cut my hair off in like 2010, so that's how I, long I've been. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I can't I can't remember when exactly when I met you. It's like like most people I really know and love. It's just like you don't really remember meeting them. Like certain people I remember exactly where I met them. But for this guest, I don't know exactly when I met her. It was she was just like that super cool, gorgeous woman that you would see at a party or an event, and you just kinda like and that, and she's tall too. And I like tall women and tall, beautiful women. It's just like it would stop you in your tracks. And I'm five seven, so I was like, "Wow, who is her?" And she had like a style, like a nice style, like not like a super like glamour style, like just like dresses, but like this straight, cool outfits. Like she went to the thrift store before the thrift store was popping because this is back in oh yeah, eight oh nine, before the thrift store was really booming, booming. Before Macklemore dropped that song, <laughs> wow, that's really that old. Before Macklemore <laughs> dropped that, oh, <song. laughs> we go back, we go back that far. So we um, do.
1: And yeah, like, I used to have swag. <laughs> <laughs> You
0: could be super fresh and just a beautiful woman, like kind of like you stop, like all the guys used to stop and just stare at her, just like. Yo, really? Who is there? Like, oh my gosh, it's so fine! Like I didn't
1: know that. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something.
0: <laughs> uh, but, hey, hey, look, you're just like, see, most women like that. It's
1: like, uh, really? Most like me. Uh, I'll I, take I, it. I, <laughs> that's nice. I was. I don't. I don't back in the day. Uh,
0: I don't catch. I hung out with. We all hang on the same people, but still, just like, even cats that didn't know you. They're still like,
1: wow. Holy that shit. makes
0: my day. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she was just super cool. And it's like, I got through the scene, I, uh, through the, especially the music scene. Especially I know you do Spade, you got the Black Spade. Um, it was just like you were just hanging out. That's back then, yeah, 2010 era, which is like, Forest era. If you don't know, the Forest in St. Louis is a big, you know, collective. Um, just doing parties, concerts, all the cool shit in St. Louis, the hip cool shit we was doing.
1: Yeah.
0: That. Um, but I always see Ashley. I always see Ashley's the super, just like wow, and this land up being this this cool person, this cool woman, this cool beautiful woman. I saw every at parties and end up getting annoyed. I'm like, oh okay. She did it's just Always been love, always been super chill, always good vibes. So, man, so welcome to the show, Ashley Jewel to the show.
1: Thank you. I, wow, my
0: sound I wish I had my oh, soundboard hooked up, but uh, as you know, like, oh, I could have my soundboard, but anyway, hey,
1: we need all, uh, as much real stuff as we can get. <laughs> so, authentic clapping, yeah, that's where it's at. <laughs> the,
0: the, the zoom, the Zoom, the Zoom era, the Zoom art, but anyway, yeah,
1: so welcome, welcome, Ashley. Oh, my goodness.
0: How Thank you, you. How are you doing today?
1: Good, good. Yeah. Always trying to stay positive even when it's the struggle. And um I don't know. I took a vitamin C. I couldn't I didn't want to drink any coffee and be up all night. So just doing what I need to do to stay up. But that that did it. That introduction. And I'm like feeling uh, bad now. <laughs> oh good, <laughs> good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about that era before we get into, like, how you started, how you grew up.
1: But yeah, that'll be fun.
0: That era, it was just, I don't think I was starting to get out, like, really get out the house. It was that old age. Like I literally got my driver's license in, like, 2009. Mm-hmm. I was driving, like, 2008. Like, you know how old I am. It's like, wait a minute. You was pretty, like, in your 20s. when I'm like, yeah, I was in my 20s when I got my official driver's license. So I just go out and hang out with the homies. Um mm-hmm. like we used to have a radio show at Watch Shoes to go there and post. But it's like I ain't like I was stuck in the house like from eighteen to when I got my driver's license. So just like living in like oh, Spanish God. like Spanish Lake Missouri, the North County area, North County of St. Louis. Yeah. City if you don't if you're not from St. Louis. But um I can finally go out and hang with the homies instead of, like, looking on MySpace and Facebook. The next day, like, oh, that looks fun. Everybody, MySpace. <laughs> yeah, Woo, MySpace, everybody. Yeah. MySpace is phasing the Facebook. <laughs> and um, it was just funny. I could get out and hang out. Like, I asked someone to ride back to North County. It was like, ugh, you live in North County? Uh, Like, yeah. cops be tripping out there. I'm like, yeah, I know. But I need, I will give you gas <laughs> money. Like, nah, my tax ain't right, bro. Like, I can't be going right. out there. I can't it over. <laughs> I got this weed. I got this gun in the seat. I'm just like, I can't. I'm like, all right, man. No, nope, people out. would not come out there. i not, not any suburb, little county. Nah, you couldn't. But now it's like people go, people live out here. People live out in North County, all those suburbs and stuff. But like, still, some people like, nah, no, I, I ain't going out there. Going <laughs> nowhere near. St. Louis City. My tag's been out for two years, bro. I've been still whipping. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, that era, it was just like, I was still, I wasn't new to the scene. Like, people know me since I was like, since like 2000. I was like a young kid running around, but just to really be in it. And it's like, I'm saying the seeing you around and the music that was out back then. Um, I can't even think, Uh, like, hearing like early Kendrick. That's one thing I remember, hearing yes. Oh early
1: my god, early. Alien. Yeah. There was
0: like a Black. song he did about an alien, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Alien Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that back then, um, a lot of that like that blog era rap, like currency was popping. Well, I mean, currency still popping. with Khalifa was coming out. All that we rapper stuff, Cool Kids, uh, Pac Div that type of era like that music that blog era music like you knew about the blog era music
1: the cool kids oh I had to think about it for a second I was like what <laughs> I remember oh Black my God. and Kanye had the shades the glasses with like the the shades or the lines in them yeah
0: like Kanye had them too N-E-R-D oh yeah yeah oh, Amen. That, that era music so it was just a cool time before people really had smartphones like people mm-hmm. had blackberries back then. I think Androids, maybe iPhones our, our out there back then too. But it was just like before the Instagram ever really took over. Before like yeah. really on a phones at parties, before Snapchat. So this is like we sounded old, but we like we still young. We, we infinite, <laughs> but it's just like that era that like really we was out, we was kicking it, we was enjoying. It. Like, and I just remember just like it was just a good time back then. Yeah, like, like before like Blank Space before Blank Space really started popping like their first year like Blank Space started like 2012 still, still the same type of era but like 2012 that era when it first stopped before then 2720 parties at 2720 Autumn joined so it was just a like a very good era a very good time I know I always talk about that era on all my shows but it's like really? one of them is, you, you had to be there you had to be there like so yeah but definitely like remember seeing you out there and just like I saying, you had this aura about you. And just like, cause mostly St. Louis women have this look and like style about them, but then you get that, that special one. And like, I always put like, not to put like, not to, like, super you up, I am super you up, but just like, you kind of had, used like that one just like, you came out of nowhere and just, you had that vibe and
1: just like, huh, huh, okay. Mm, I'm going right. to put this in a time capsule. Ooh, like, <laughs> I'm like, i journal about this. I'm like, yeah, I had an aura. I didn't even know. <laughs>
0: just, and you always had like a like a, just a smile about you. Like right now, you just had it like a, just a smile. It's just like, to me, you lit up the room. And I'm just like, i oh, you know was saying you. me and homies always like talked about that. It's just like, more just like, no know some lustful stuff or just like, oh, it's just like the real homies who just like, you know, yeah, you see Ashley, like she just like, She's styling right now. She's little. She's really got that aura, that energy about her. So
1: Yeah, I had nothing but respect from people back in the day. So, <laughs> I mean, it was all good. Yeah, I remember. I only that. had male friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was that cool. And that's another thing, like a lot of women, it will be women that like just strictly had women friends, but like the real cool ones, like had like male friends. It's just like, they was that cool. It's just, like no one's really... I mean, few cats. I mean, guys. Niggas gonna nigga. Guys gonna guys. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, let <laughs> me be cool with her. So, you know, I, I hook up with her later. It's like, some of us are right. like, ah, oh, that's the homie. Like, come on. Let's, we're gonna kick it. Like, for real? Yeah, we gonna hang out. For real, for real. So, and um, especially, I know you modeled back then, too. And I just remember seeing, like, a lot of those dope shots. That's before I really picked up the camera, camera. Like, I was just shooting, like, for fun. And just, mm-hmm. like, off my like flip phone or like off my Blackberry just like ah oh, it's cool and I just remember picking up inspirations from them from them shots and I remember shout out to homie Travis I remember that photo shoot you did with him you know, did with him oh yeah he was good what's he
1: up to oh he just got
0: engaged oh congrats and, Travis <laughs> no, he just got engaged this past weekend he still he put out some. he put out photos every once in a while he's not he don't do it like he did it back then. And that's the thing, of course, with that era, too, it's just, like, you had a camera. Yeah. Because, oh, like, everybody, everybody had a camera now. Everybody phone is everybody super high-tech now to where mm-hmm. you can have high-quality video and pictures. But back then, you had a camera camera. Like, people were like, oh, yo, come through. Come slide to the event. Don't yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. and it's like... <laughs> A lot of cats love that. It's just, like, they love, the, you know, the attention and the respect they got from it. So they'd be mm-hmm. on the cameras, they shooting. And it was just, like, it was a whole thing. Like I said, before yeah. the Instagram, we had, people had blogs. like had Tumblrs blog spots, And just, like, I'm posting on here. Check it out. And it was just, like, that's why I, I'm saying I always go back to this era. Because it was, just like, before everything went super <laughs> digital, super to the phone. You really had it Like
1: speaking of that, when you saw someone with a camera and they were like taking your picture or just your friend's picture, you would have to go up to them and be like, Hey yo, where are these are gonna be? Like are these <laughs> gonna be online? And they would give you a card. Like, it yeah. sounds so ancient. They would give you a card with a website that you had to go to later. Right. <laughs> so but you couldn't just, like, go on their Instagram. And then, because they had to, like, take them from the camera to their blog and, like, edit it and stuff or whatever, add their logo, you had to wait a week sometimes before you even see the picture again. <laughs> you, you know had, what I mean? It's oh, like... What,
0: you had to wait a week. You had to wait a week. Right at best right. they had two, at, at best
1: at, I, if they were really fast or really good okay but I, I remember know, like holding on to like hoarding cards from photographers trying to track down a picture of me and my friends like
0: now it's just like <laughs> someone do a camera phone picture you're hold on let me edit real quick
1: yeah What's let me with Instagram? Let I me drop Instagram it too. to you but, yeah I, even with the <laughs> I'll tag like, you
0: even with the like camera cameras now like
1: oh nice
0: they still nice like wi-fi like oh i'll i'll upload right now like and just like really? yeah some um yeah some cameras they have wi-fi on it all oh, there's internet connection just like you can just upload it from the camera or they shoot it to their phone and they edit off their phone and then send it to you so it's like hmm. it's been 10 years so it's just like <laughs> <lies here. Yeah. laughs> crazy excel <'cause> it's, wow. <laughs> But I no in, our, in our era that's how we, you know photos were took and like you had to wait you had to like hope like you saw them they, they showed it to you but like this ain't the film era like you took a picture like oh right, we gotta I gotta take it to the place <laughs> yeah, yeah develop. it's not
1: that old
0: I gotta wait yeah. an hour or two and then I have to track you down to show it to you like hey I got the pictures hey see it's right here Um, well,
1: I still prefer film I, I, I go and get those um disposable cameras Mm-hmm. And take pictures. I have them in my glove box in my car. Like, a bunch that I still haven't dri- dropped off. But <laughs> I love, I still love them.
0: Yeah, film, I think film will never really go out because there's a certain feel to it. There's a certain yeah. feel to it you get. I'm, I've been looking at, like, actual, like, for real film cameras just to have one. It's like, on my photo shoots, just do one shot. Like, cause I mean, mm-hmm. that's the era I grew up in. Like, just, like, you had to take a good shot Cause you had to right. buy film and all that <laughs> and get it developed. You had to pay to get it developed. So you had to get like, all right, let me get a good shot in. Like now people like take a hundred shots. Like ah right, delete, 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 delete right, on this one. 100 shot again. Bam. All right. That's cool. That's decent. Exactly. So yeah. uh, another another time in that era, like on with the modeling, you did you appeared in uh I mean a few uh spade videos, uh around yeah. Gunner. Running, running. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey,
0: yo, if y'all can find that it's hard to find online it's actually hard to find some people are like, like oh, mean, I can just google search it but like because I was in the video if you look closely I'm in there for like two scenes it's like another, look not getting sleep I was up for 24 hours that day because uh, I was up for t- four. because uh, wow. I don't think I was working for real back then and I remember just getting up early. I went to two weddings, cause I still had my like slacks on. <laughs> and mm. the video I had my slacks rolled up. I had a tank top on, like, but I remember we went to two weddings and it was like a big uh, music festival, local music festival that night too. Mm. And so space was like, yo, we shooting a video. Like does everybody come through? So we like, I remember we met in the forest park, like 3 a.m.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, with flashlights flashlights <laughs> flashlights <laughs> Flashlight running and stuff and then like and, and the sun came up I was like no I gotta go home I, I've been up for 24 hours my stomach feeling bad I, I can't I can't I went home
1: uh, yeah I think I remember that actually
0: and then that's when y'all yeah, actually shot all the actual like footage for the, <laughs> for the video I'm like oh I'm not where this. ah oh, I'm there one second okay <laughs> And that video and then uh, uh, my sweetheart the drunk for the Hawthorne Head yeah. still still black spade and right, that was and, me um, the COVID-19. drunk and, yeah um, that was <laughs> another like great video I'm actually in that but also Spade told me yeah you fucked it up I was like what I do you say the way hmm. you reacted I was like so you actually you can you can find you can YouTube this one It's Hawthorne Headhunters, my sweetheart the drunk and shout out to twenty seven twenty. And um, so the synopsis as uh, Spade and Train performing on stage and Ashley, you know, drives mm-hmm. up drinking and then like, just had a, I think you had like a veil your face or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: They performing. I in made Marcus. it with a scarf. scarf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you walk up and you just start shooting at the stage and then like, shout out to Franco. Franco <sighs> when to grabs you. And then pulled you up. And I just like, oh, okay. Let me react to this video. Let me react to the gunshot. Like, oh, snap. Oh, shoot. Especially like, <laughs> you messed it up because you jumped in the shot. Like, the main shot we was going to use. Oh. Now I use another angle because I'm like, oh, my bad. I oh. didn't
1: notice that. But they're the creative brain, so they would notice everything. But
0: yeah.
1: That was a real gun, too, that they had me (laughs) hold, which they, I mean, that was kind of unnecessary, maybe, too. (laughs) That's like a funny... (laughs) Yeah, no one was, like, zooming in on the gun, but it was definitely a Glock or something.
0: It's just one of the things, like, we can't find a fake gun. We have a real gun. (laughs) It's like... We can't find no fake gun. No, we can't find no fake gun. We got a real gun we yeah, can you, use. There's no bullets in. We be all right. You
1: definitely can't do that in 2020, I don't think. Uh, nah, nah, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we had it made. Oh. That's not even funny, but yeah. So, um... Those were different times. <clears throat> different, different times, so... I should have... Um, I, pro- I do think I saved those links, so if anyone's interested, I can... You can DM me and I'll send them to you if you want to walk down memory lane. And the running and gunning video, I just want to say, I was not prepared for running that day. I don't know. No one was.
0: No one like ah, we going (laughs) to do a few shots. And after after everybody went, I'm tired. I'm dead. I'm dog ass tired. We ran way too much.
1: We ran yeah from three a.m. to like seven a.m. all over St. Louis downtown. And um, yeah, no, it was a fun time, fun times to be part of those projects.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, how you get, um, for that era, how you get started? How you got into like modeling and all that?
1: And and just people asking me really, I think the thing that, I don't know, the way that I was introduced to that scene was by working in the loop. I worked on the Del Mar Loop in a boutique called Zizo. Ah, uh,
0: yeah. I yeah. About that, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So it was right on the corner. Um, if anyone who does not know what the loop is, it's near University City. It's like this fun, eclectic, you know, stretch of, it's just one block, but it has an, a vintage record store, um, a restaurant that was owned by, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Blueberry uh, Hill. Blueberry What's Hill. What's his name? Chuck Berry. Chuck Not,
0: Berry owned it. Uh, <clears throat> I do mean, Chuck, Chuck didn't own it, but it was just like, he always, he, when he was alive back then, he always had like a show there every month.
1: Oh, okay. I think he had well, like I learned something.
0: New. Okay. The most, he had like, all the majority of shows was like at Blueberry Hill. Like he would do one a month. Like he would just, when he was alive, he would just sit and play. And then he would do a little walk, a little kick walk. <laughs> and that would be the show. And, um, no, I forgot um I, this is John John Edwards or something like that on it. I'm probably messing up his name. I don't really I don't care. He's a rich white man. He owns everything. Um even not to cut you off on the story, but just like the loop in that era.
1: Mm-hmm. that
0: era is, <clears throat> to where so it is to where it's now as horrible. To where as mm-hmm. they put a the just put a trolley in it, And it didn't work out. They literally... Spent like over two million, around two million dollars, build a trolley, and it really messed up a lot of businesses down there. And a lot of construction ended up taking it off. It's just like, it's not even working no more. So the trolley probably ran like a year. Oh, wow. Spent so much money, killed so many businesses until like, they don't want to be used no more. It's just like, you just see like trolley wires and tracks on the street. Oh, gosh. It's not moving at all before the corona hit it was just but the loop back then especially loop back then that was like one of the last few good years too It mm-hmm. was like a lot of boutiques a lot of hip spots a lot of local business local restaurants
1: and just like yeah live performers too it was a safe space for people to come out and dance or play guitar and
0: drum just circles. drum
1: circles even like a farmer's markets yeah when I started being gentrified which I was there when a lot of the business owners were protesting it that's when things started to take a turn for the worst I feel like yeah. but it, yeah it was definitely just infused with creativity and artists and musicians and so they would come by because they were cool with other people that worked in the boutique especially the owner she was always welcome to spade and other people that frequented the loop and um so just by being in that place i was introduced to a lot of people and they'd always be like oh come to come to my show or i'm a photographer do you want to be in this you know show or whatever so i you know was younger and said yes and had my own little adventures it was worth it yeah.
0: Uh, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I always start to tell younger people, like, yo, go out and live your life. Like, really experience, mm-hmm. experience things, even the dumb shit you do. I mean, you'll learn from it. long as, as, as long sure. mess you up too badly, <laughs> 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 but it's just like, experience, do some dumb shit, do some fun stuff, do happy out there, take some risks.
1: Yeah, um, be willing to be embarrassed.
0: Yeah, that's the, you get embarrassed, get hurt. Like mm-hmm. I'm saying, I've been skate I've been on a skateboard journey. Like after like my first big fall, I was like, oh, this hurts a lot, but I'll be alright. Like this is like the worst this is a good pain. Okay, I felt this before. All right, I'll be fine. Like Nice. After that it's just like, oh okay, if I fall, I fall. I will get back up again. Once I get back on the board and still work at it. That's all I love.
1: That's what I've always loved about skateboarders, is they're ability- real like willingness to get back up. And I think that's a really good lesson for like kids who get into it or adults or anyone is like, like you just said, um, you know, you're going to fall, but you know that you can get back up. And then if something you really get hurt, you know, that, you know, those are the risks you're willing to take. So, but I, I admire that because when I tried skateboarding and fell, I was like, Nope, I'm done. (laughs) All right. But everyone I know that skateboards has really good character, so
0: that's cool. The skate community is really cool. It's just like what I'm saying, you feel that pain. It's just like, all right, cool, all right. That's what I did wrong. Let me do this now. Like okay, I land on my board like this. Let me not do that again. So it's a that's a really learning good learning experience. A lot of exercise, the only exercise I'm getting in right now. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, <clears throat> Um. Let me see. Anything, like, you have any stories from your modeling gigs or something, like, funny or just, like, something that like, you experienced or something, a good learning lesson from them?
1: No, I mean, one time someone tried to, you know, you got to be, ladies, if you're going to be modeling you have to know how to draw the line because some people will try to take it to the next level where they'll just be like, uh, you need to go topless for this thing or you need to, you know, and I, I would make up stuff on the spot like, oh no, I'm under contracts uh, with someone else and I'm not allowed to do that. Like I would just yeah. um keep my clothes on. Yeah. But um, funny, I don't know. I don't find much of those days very funny. Well, okay. <clears throat> when I I eventually did get with an agency, I think they were called Mother Models in St. Louis. And then they sent me to an agency in New York. But when they signed me, they were like, oh, you're a plus size model. Like before I even signed a piece of paper, like the, the moment they met me, I they were doing like a casting call and I actually went. And so they measured me, they took out a measuring tape and they put it around my waist and they said, Oh, you're a plus size model. But I was a like size six or eight, which is like a, I had an athletic build. So anytime time I told someone I was a plus size model, I would get, they would be like, what? You're, you're not even like curvy or anything. So the only Funny thing about that is, I guess at some point they realized I wasn't plus size. Just because you're not a size zero doesn't mean you're not, you're plus size, right? So what they would do, they had me buy foam padding to wear like on my woman parts, on my hips, everywhere, and wear really puffy shirts and pictures to make it seem like I was a lot bigger than I was. So I would be like walking around photo shoots with like foam padding, basically like a fat suit under my clothes. Yeah, it's kind of sad more than it is funny. But I was just—I that was the one thing I was just like, yeah, this is not, this is demented. I thought <laughs> this yeah, is not for me.
0: You, yeah, you get really into like the modeling lifestyle and yeah, rules. like, uh, no, nah, nah, nah.
1: Yeah, it that's was just, nice to leave. <laughs>
0: no, nah, nah. and that's that's um. I think so hopefully I think now it's got a lot better, a little better. I'm gonna say a lot better, mm-hmm. a little better because like especially like, of course going to Instagram, like everybody think they're a model on Instagram or a photographer on Instagram. Um it's just like a lot of of course plus size, really plus size women are really like, Oh, we love curvy women. We love women with hips and like mm-hmm. butts and thighs and all that. it's like
1: Oh, right. And like th- that was before the plus size modeling. Thing exploded that where people were really paying attention or embracing that, you know. So it was like right before that era um, when I was experiencing that, where everyone could be beautiful. It was all all shades, all sizes. Whether you're you know transgender or whatever, so it was like right before that breaking point where I was experiencing so much rejection and so much like the agency is trying to change me. So it it was. It's been interesting to see how that world has morphed <laughs> into something more, you know, tolerant, diverse. Yeah, it's, yeah.
0: That's why. I mean, it's yeah, It got it's gotten better. It's just like I like seeing I I like seeing plus size women. No, oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, I love it too. Like, I'm oh, like okay, well, that's, that's, dang girl.
0: <laughs> women, I'm used to seeing like, oh, okay, I like that. Yeah, that's more. Yeah. Of my <laughs>
1: I mean, it's it's phenomenal for sure.
0: Yeah, and just also going back to photography, definitely, you're interested in any upcoming models. Make sure you know, really do this uh, research on your photographer. That's like a lot of creep ass creeps out here. So, like, yeah. oh yeah, just come to my studio right like now
1: and tell someone where you're going.
0: Yeah, like your friends. Just uh, put your location on, all that. Like, all that's just. Cause like i like I like I'm still kind of nervous on like reaching out to like people, especially women. Like last majority of my like photos has been like majority women. It's like with all them homies. So like, but women I don't know know. It's kind of like I like your I like your hairstyle. I like the way you look. Like, as kind of like, how can I make this message seem like I'm not a creep? Like I'll be always trying to like figure like mm-hmm. uh it'll be he'll on my Instagram like, uh, Hey, I, I like your photos. I do photography. My name is Marty and, uh, it's some of my work and,
1: uh, <laughs> like, yeah, just be genuine, like set an intention. Like what I tell my clients so that the energy comes through, you know, what, what is your purpose in doing it? Is it to create something, you know, beautiful? Is it to have fun? Is it to have, you know, creative expression or is it to whatever that purpose is just try to tap into that energy as you're talking to those people and they, it'll come across to them like what what your vibe is
0: exactly that.
1: but if you're nervous they're gonna feel nervous you know yeah.
0: I don't know I like I try to be really straight up like in the back of my mind before I send a message I just be like uh,
1: <laughs> hey oh, yeah it's hey. normal <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm
0: trying to do some cool stuff when I know i um I, know, I remember one woman uh, I knew, like, I've known her. I seen her around for four years. And I maybe say more than, like, 20 words to her. Like, people that know me I don't know I talk that much, but I may say yeah. more. And I just, I knew she was moving to uh, Philly. I was like, all right, I gotta see my shot in the or, like, you know, do a photo shoot with me. And she was down with it and she was almost, she told me she almost backed up at the last minute she decided to go. And it ended up being one of my, like, best shoots to this date. Like, we laughed. We talked so much. I was playing music and she was hip to everything I was playing. So I was, okay. like, I was like, wow, you was cool this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, I could have been a homie. We would have hung out and been cool. But it's just, I just noticed now, just like, you know, shoot my shot. Like, every people know me enough that I know they know my character. And I have a good, like, I have a good presence. I have a good, you know, rapport with people. So like For
1: sure. Yeah.
0: So speaking of clients, let's get into the what you're doing now. So we talked about the past, but obviously like before we get hold on, before we get into that, so real quick, um your upbringing, like where you grew up, where you from, all that. So where you Yeah,
1: from? I'm gonna take a screenshot if that's okay. Yeah. Of us, if you want to smile or something. So yay. So just for memories and maybe put it on IG or something. But <clears throat> so where did I grow up? Okay. My first home that I lived in for um, up until I was five was on Utah in South City. Okay. Uh, in uh, oh god. Yeah. Oh, Utah and <laughs> <South> Grand.
0: Oh, yeah. oh Utah. Wow. <laughs> I was literally down the street from yep. I lived off of uh, Utah and Arkansas. Anyway, I'm sorry. No way. That, yeah, yeah. There.
1: So I loved just I loved living uh, there because that was um, in the early 90s, and all of my friends were always outside, and my dad and my mom were always outside in the yard, and I could just go in anyone's house and feel safe, and it didn't matter. Literally, we had a really diverse group of people. We had um, middle-aged, you know, white ladies. We had hood-ass people with gold teeth. We had my dad who worked for the fire department. We just had people from every walk of life. We had, one of my neighbors actually had a pig. They, like, they had a pet pig, and then someone across the street had a pet snake, and we would all just play jacks or double dutch outside or come in my backyard and play, you know, baseball and... We had one of those ghetto, like tin pools. Do you remember those big pools, but they were like metal?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I think. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like, yo, I almost had a thought, I'm like maybe we met long ago. Like, since you awesome. said you live, I like, wait a minute, we might have met years ago. And that's maybe why when we finally met, it was just like,
1: huh. It was um, like, hey, okay. yeah, I was so like, comfortable around you, yeah. No, it,
0: it literally just hit me when you say, a little bit, like, utah and grand i was like and like early 90s i'm like i'm like the same neighborhood like that's exactly i'm like we had to run to each other <laughs> um, keep going that's the story. Weird. I like,
1: yeah because my i mean literally all the kids would always because my mom was always big at like having big overflowing uh, drawers of snacks and candy for kids. So they were always swarming in our house to like grab candies and snacks and like going back outside to play. It was just like this, you couldn't do that now, but um, I'd always be like, mom, stop giving them our snacks. I was always like mad at her for doing it, but it was really sweet looking back. And so you were probably one of those kids is my point is like, if you were in like the area. I had to be one of those kids. (laughs) That <laughs> At least once, because the word was spread. It's like, oh, Miss B- Miss Terry got snacks. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah. So, but we didn't. After I was probably six, we moved to Atlanta, Georgia, for a few months. Um, because my mom met a man and like wanted to move out there, and decided, nope, she didn't want to. She didn't like that. So then we moved back to, the, to St. Louis and lived in my uncle's um, apartment in the Central West End, okay? And I went to whatever, the cathedral private school. And I'm going somewhere with this. So that was second grade. So I went there for a semester. Then we moved to North County and she put me in a school that I had gone to previously, which was Gateway Christian, which is knocked down. So that was like near, I think, Um. What's that part? I you don't know, somewhere on the south side, but it's knocked down now. Do you know where um, that rock climbing, indoor rock climbing place is? Downtown? On the south side? On the south side, right, right. Okay, that's okay. So if it's even there anymore. So then, so I was living in North County, but going to school in the city, and then my mom was like, I'm spending too much gas, this is too much work. So she put me in a private school in North County, and then middle school, she put me in Hazelwood Junior High, I went to Hazelwood high school for my freshman year and she thought it was too wretched. And so she put me in Rosati Kane, all girl Catholic school, which was again, downtown, you know, in central West end rather. And then she was like, no, this is too expensive. So then she moved to Olivet and sent me to Uh, (laughs) Ladue. And so my last two years of high school I was at Ledoux. So when you asked me where did I go to school or how did I grow up, I grew up literally all over St. Louis. And um, by the time I was in high school, you know, the St. Louis is very cliquish. And usually most people will go to one school and they know those people and they stay with that clique or that group. And they beef with everyone who's not from that school. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right, So when I was around, I had friends from Hayeswood. I had friends from uh, all Catholic girls school and I had friends from Ladue. Well, by the time I got to Ladue, I really didn't care anymore. So, but like whenever I had a friend and I introduced them to someone from that other school, they'd be like, you like those people or how you hang out with those people and blah, blah, blah. So eventually all those friends trickled away because they didn't understand how I could have like such a diverse group of friends. You know what I mean? And so I was like, Okay, cool. I was honestly, even though you met me during a really party phase of my life, I'm an introvert, like I'm a party person, I'm a loner. Uh, I could, so I
0: could tell. I could tell. Yeah. That's why we that's why we kinda clicked click it was just like I can
1: it was yeah, like for moments sure.
0: me and you just had and I'm just like, Okay, you like me. Yep. <laughs> you like me, you but <laughs> chill, you stay to yourself.
1: Definitely. Yeah. So it didn't really bother me my senior year of high school and i didn't really have much going on cuz i got time to explore and journal and be creative and try to figure myself out so that was that's in short about me
0: oh <laughs> um, that wow that really just blew my mind that we we had to know each other it's mm-hmm. like you say your father was a fireman
1: Oh, well, he worked for the fire department, so he was more like a organized uh, emergency response. So he worked, I really don't know much other than that, but he worked in the actual office and as far as I knew, coordinated the responders.
0: Huh. I had to ask my mom. <laughs> I almost going <laughs> to call my mom right now <laughs> like, hey, do you,
1: what's your mom's name? Do you remember someone named Terry? Ask her if she knows. Terry from Utah from the early 90s because my mom literally knows everyone.
0: Oh no, I'm calling my mom. Everywhere we go. <laughs> my mom would be surprised like, what are you calling she me? He know. must be a true... <laughs> my mom would be like, why is he calling me? You never comes for anything. <laughs> he don't even talk to me when you come in the house. Uh, Uh-oh. I'm a horrible son. Uh.
1: I doubt it. Uh, She's going to be like, no, I don't. <laughs> hey, ma. Good. How you doing? I'm good.
0: Hey, do you um do you remember um we used to live on Utah? And do you remember Terry? Terry.
1: She had blonde hair and blue
0: eyes. Yeah, she had bl- uh-huh. blonde hair hair, blue uh-huh. eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had like blonde hair, blue eyes. She lived on she lived on a I want to say lived on that block. <coughs> Utah? Yeah. And they came to the house. No, they used to live on our block or on our street. I think. I we're, we're, we're up 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 the street
1: near. Uh, I'm trying to see going towards.
0: That'd be towards Grand. It was closer to Grand, yeah. What's up? Other do you remember her or not? Yeah, you just met her again. Nah, it's like, I'm talking to her daughter. I'm doing my show. I'm doing my podcast. So she, <laughs> on my podcast, mom. <laughs> and we just, she was, like, going on, like, uh, you know, how she grew up. And she's like, I lived on Utah in the early 90s. And I was like, yo, I I just lived on the same street at the same time. And she was like, oh, father worked for the father uh, fire department and all that. And just like. Yeah, I know them. You are them? No way. What? <laughs> Wow, we just we literally. Ah, wow, uh, see, we did know. That's wild. <laughs> That's oh my crazy. God. Wow. Uh, yeah, the father was um, uh the fire chief or something
1: from some, some,
0: some yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to her right exactly
1: now. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's
0: nice>. Hello. <laughs> she said hello. Hi. <laughs> no, wow. we just like we know um so uh I'm just interviewing her right now but we just. Uh, I've known her maybe since like oh nine, and I I always like instantly like got cool with her. It was just like a, it was just something about her, and literally she just talked about hot words. She grew up. I'm just like, I'll probably just at your house in your backyard hanging out. Like,
1: yeah.
0: Wow, that's that's, that's so cool. wild. All, all
1: you went up there,
0: and they came out every now and then. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. Wow. All right. Thank. All
1: right. thank that's you, so guys. cool. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah! Wow! wow. Hey, Full circle. <laughs>
0: Yo,
1: that's,
0: that's so cool. That's um, oh, That's really. Oh, that really made me. Up. That that. Wow!
1: This conversation okay. is great. I'm having so much fun. Memory lane. Whoa. Wow. That's
0: okay. That's, oh, that's so crazy to me right now. Like, yeah.
1: And I, I can feel- see us as kids. I can still see, like, the kids running up and down that sidewalk on Utah. Because, like, the sidewalk was all janky. Yeah. But we just, like.
0: <laughs> wow. That's. You know, I, it, it's really coming back to me. I think I remember, like, playing in your backyard. Because so I think you had, like, a playground in your backyard, too. Didn't you?
1: hmm Yeah.
0: That's gross. Yeah. Yo, that's like...
1: Fun stuff. Wow. It's meant to be.
0: Wow, that's crazy, yo. That is...
1: South yep. okay,
0: South side. side, South Side. South <laughs> City. <laughs> State Streets, gang. Yeah. All right, I'll go on the interview. That really made that's my That's so fun.
1: That's yeah. Really yeah. If I'm ever in St. Louis again, we'll, we'll have to go down there and, like, take a selfie or something.
0: I oh, you do doing a shoot we or... are doing a shoot already? <laughs> yeah was, oh my god that's wow wow that's amazing oh my god okay let me and
1: yeah, look at us you grew up for all yeah we did good i guess no <laughs> yeah, we here
0: we we here. we doing stuff we, we doing here stuff. so wow that really okay i'm just i'm just all <laughs> about this for the rest of the week like
1: good
0: oh my god yeah. uh, i'm so okay
1: now we we go way back. We, we can go, tell people now. We, we go, go, go way back. Way back, back <laughs> um, and she knew it too. She's like, "Oh yeah, the fire chief." I'm like, "Oh yeah," <sighs> she knows exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry to listeners. It just really struck me. Like, like, of course, this year has been shitty. And yeah. I, I, I like. Okay, I well, will just say "RIP" to my. Um, I meant to say this earlier. So. No. RIP to uh, my homie West Alman, aka DJ Solo. He passed away last week, and I've been really about that. And just Sorry like, to hear that. Yeah, um, God, that put on a lot of people in St. Louis. Put a lot of people on game and a marketing promo game. Um, great genuine dude. Taught you how to get money. Cared about you all that. My um, my main reason for really love hip hop because he's one of the people that really put me on like hip hop music hip-hop culture so god bless solo mm-hmm. we rocking for you so i to say that earlier so, but like i've been down as in general just as like you know getting older and just what we're dealing with right now and just like i've been down but literally that right there like
1: i'm your smile is so big <laughs> just want to point that out but that's good i'm glad that you could have that um, memory that really,
0: oh, my God, that's so crazy. <laughs> that legit made you happy. Like. You weren't expecting that. You didn't oh expect God. all that. <laughs> so, oh, my God, that's crazy. Um, let me calm down. Okay.
1: Don't right. have to be calm for me. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: that, uh, anyway, so, now, now. So, what you're doing now, what are we going to get into? Hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy. Yeah. I've heard about it. My favorite. I've mm-hmm. heard, actually heard about people going to, like, i get, you know, go to hypnosis. Sorry, I can get better. Like, I remember a friend, she tried to quit smoking and she went to a hypnotherapist. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, it didn't work for her. <laughs> it didn't, that didn't work for her. <laughs> and the funny is, uh, for the people that listen to podcasts, listen to Joe Budden podcasts, it's a story. They even made a cartoon version of it, of, like, Joe Budden going to the hypnotherapist, quit smoking. And he left there, and he literally lit up in the car. Like, <laughs> it's like, eh, I guess it worked. I don't know. So, That's funny.
1: Um, So. Too funny. I do that
0: it's, it's, a, it's on YouTube. It's literally a cartoon. They made it to a cartoon. But, um, so how you get into uh, hypnotherapy? What it's about? um let's jump right into it
1: yeah so um I guess this part I'm just gonna go live real quick so I'll say hi to the live so everyone I'm on a ceiling fans podcast it's co. it's being recorded in St. Louis and I'll um post the link in a week or two when it's done but he just asked me how I got started in hypnotherapy right yes yes okay so how did I get started well even though you and I knew each other and I was out there partying, I was struggling with depression. And so I would do things at home and behind the scenes to um, try to get better and happier. And I was always into natural remedies. I, from a really young age, I didn't trust doctors. Not to say that like all doctors are bad, but it was just my personal preference to try to do things like naturally, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And my mom actually had a, her best friend was a hypnotherapist, but he lived in California, so I only saw him ever do anything when he came to visit us for, like, holidays, and um, I'll make this really quick, but I saw him hypnotize people at, like, the dinner table, like, and they would, like, come up and be crying and be like, oh, you helped me and all this stuff, and I was still, like, a kid and I was growing up, and so I thought that's weird. That's cool. I don't really understand it, but I was exposed to it and I never thought it was weird. It was just something that the adults were doing. Mm. Right. So fast forward years later, when I had tried everything from journaling, Reiki, talk therapy, everything but antidepressants, I did not want to take a pill to get better. And my mom, um, she was cleaning out her basement and she found this book. It was like a self-help book and it came with a self-hypnop she's like I don't even know what this is doing here do you want this and I was like yeah I'll try anything I don't even think she knew I was going to use it she just asked me before she threw it away so I um took it home and at that time I still I had known that like you had to heal subconscious beliefs in your mind like reframe your mindset in order to get better so that's what this book was promising to do and it worked because by that point I um I couldn't keep a job longer than four months generally, so I was always like, didn't have good references to get a good job and I would just be miserable at work and I had never had any money and getting out of bed was really hard sometimes. Um, And I just, did not really want to live some days. But this book really helped me shift my mindset to having a better worth ethic, to being excited about life, to believing in myself, to boosting my confidence, to whatever traumas or abuses that I had experienced to heal from them and not be so overly sensitive. I used to be really... Sensitive, where people would say something, and I would just like overreact and just be like, "What do you mean?" And are you know, what are you trying to say? And blah blah blah, and just like cut them out of my life and like ghost them. Like I had all these like really bad behaviors, <laughs> but um, so it it was. It didn't happen overnight, but the more that I used the book and the strategy in the book and the more I listened to the hypnosis recording, it was really like reframing my mind for a better quality of life and just less sadness, less being a bummer all the time. And um, when I saw the changes in my life, I was like, whoa, like I would love to learn how to do this to help people because I really believe that it worked after trying so many other things and um I probably sat on that idea for a year or two I also used to be a really big procrastinator which hypnotherapy also helped me stop doing. but um I finally one day was like I have to learn this is my purpose like I know I can do this so I looked at several schools I found one that was a distance learning so they they would like um, have the class, but while they're having it, they're filming it. So you're actually part of the classroom and they're doing demonstrations and you could like read, watch replays and do quizzes and workbooks. And they had recommended reading. It was like a full two year curriculum and you could choose your own pace. So I was working a corporate job because after learning how to have a good work ethic and go after my goals, I got like a full time corporate job with benefits that I never even imagined I didn't even have a college degree when I got it it was just the power of my mindset that helped me secure that type of job with this fortune 500 company so I'd be like work for them during the day and then do my hypnotherapy training at night and um once I went through the training I was like well I need to find people to do this on, but this is so weird. No one's going to let me do this. I I don't even want to tell people that this is, I'm a hypnotherapist. They're going to look at me crazy. And I have like a lot of anxiety and fear around it. And what did I do? I just went to my hypnotherapist and like, um, used the tools that I had learned in my program and overcame my fear of telling people and just really took ownership. And since then, I've just been growing my practice ever since and helping people, and it's been really fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a journey. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Wow, because it's like,
0: it's something, of course, something you don't hear that often. And of course, we've been hypnotizing you, we think of, of course, stuff we've seen on like movies and TV. Everybody, first thing, get out. Like, oh my gosh, someone want to hit me? Like, get out. Look, clink, clink. Like, will fall over. Or, like, I just remember, like, TV shows. Just like, you're getting very sleepy. Very sleepy. Like, mm-hmm. the whole, like, the little string on the watch. Yeah. All that. So, it's just, I guess, from the media standpoint, because me, media makes everything look bad or good, but mostly bad and, like, overhyped. or It you know, does. Don't tell the cool story, like, always. So, that's...
1: I'm going to tell the audience, sorry. So he just said that the TV and movies make the hypnotherapy look bad. And since you can't hear him, I'm going to turn off so y'all not bored. But I will post the replay as soon as it's available. Thanks for joining me, you guys. Have a good day. Okay. Sorry. No, uh, okay. So, yeah, definitely that's been my biggest hurdle is... Telling people that it's not what you see in TV, in the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you are getting very sleepy.
0: <laughs> now, what is your credit card? Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Deposit all your money
0: into my bank account.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> or the bark like a dog. Oh, you yeah. know, people...
0: Cause yeah, cause it's like my yeah. stuff was used as like a part, like a party trick or like something you see in Vegas. Like oh, now go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Like you'll see that, but the the, 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 the here you talk about using it for therapy to make people mm-hmm. like I said, I had a friend that requested for smoking. It didn't really work for her, but but I just knowing. Yeah, about, it's like... go ahead, sorry. No, nah, but <laughs> But knowing, like, people actually, I, like, I knew has some knowledge, even some other people going to hypnotherapists to make themselves better, to make themselves, like, you know, I'm tired of doing this, tired of being this way, let me try this. So, it's good to have another option, like I say, mental health. is very important. It's finally getting some of the good light the last few years, since we all, we all go through it, especially yeah. Black in America. Exactly. You, know, you, you go through it in general, like. Like, it's in your DNA You <laughs> stress already. so
1: All stress, yeah. Just, so that was actually one of the things that I wanted to explore from the very beginning using hypnotherapy for was uh, two things. One, um, that anxiety of being a person of color, a Black person in America. So say if, like, you go to work and you're, like, one of the only Black people, I don't know if you've experienced this, but... To me, going into an office, I would get anxiety sometimes because you know that you have to cross every T and dot every I because they're waiting for you to mess up, it feels like. You know what I mean? Like you you have to bring your A game, otherwise they're gonna just it seems like they're gonna at the moment that you slip up, they're gonna say, see, we were expecting that. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't know, or just like the little microaggressions or passive aggressive behavior or getting passed up or not having your voice. Those things are just driving around stressed, um, seeing cops, whatever that anxiety is helping people use strategies I've learned through hypnotherapy. You don't have to be hypnotized to do it, but just like training your mind to, um, have different coping mechanisms to live in this world and not be so stressed and anxious because that impacts our mental and physical health. It gives us high blood pressure. It can cause, lead to depression or suicidal thoughts. So that incessant anxiety or stress from those types of interactions can infect us. So I really wanted to like have hypnosis recordings and programs designed for us to deal with that. I know he's probably hungry and gotta go.
0: <laughs> no, no, he's good, he's good. <laughs> it's just like okay. somebody came in somebody came the room. But mm. no, that's, that's very important, especially, like I said, being in the black community, like all the stuff you said, I was at my top at a grocery store. And mm-hmm. especially now it's even worse, but like even today, like I had like, of all the lanes that were open, five lanes this a uh, woman in a trump hat came in my lane i'm just like oh okay i was like i was hey how you doing my yeah. total is 56 42 step right up and like my manager someone um one of my coworkers said started bagging for me because she was just like oh just in case like we know and just like and my managers he walked by so like, everything cool i'm like yeah i'm fine and I wanted to say something to him. I was like, oh, I dealt with way more racism from crew members and managers. Wow. And passive aggressiveness. So a person with a Trump hat, I know where they're going to come from. And usually just like, they know what they they know what they got the hat on for. So they know where they may step out of line, but I know I'm prepared for it. But like going to a job and just like not, and knowing you, in the back of your mind, like, okay, let me see. And then like experiencing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At, a, at a grocery store. So
1: exactly, you gotta have to be vigilant and be pre- prepared every day yeah, exactly. for potential like ignorance. Yeah,
0: it's stressful. So, well, it's definitely good. I love the hair. I definitely love the hair. That's just, just like, especially you know, helping anybody with like no anxiety, just depression. Because I'm saying I've been there. Uh, I like depressed. Like. I stress eat a lot. <laughs> and it's just, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, focus. It's, a lot of people don't have a focus. It's just, like, they want to do this. Especially me, I want to do this and do that. But, like, I psych myself out. Or it's just, like, I feel I'm not qualified. I'm not feeling I'm good enough. And just, like, mm-hmm. you say with yourself, like, you know, you got into the zone. And, like, you had no college yeah. degree. And you're working, making me do what it yeah. is. So exactly. Just, I feel like it's very important. very this like, I very I commend you on doing this, especially for people. So, thank um, you. All love, you know, it's always all love and respect, but definitely for this, it's even more up, more up up there now. So,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, thank you for that. And anyone that's listening, if you're interested in um, a free consultation or trying hypnotherapy for stress reduction or anxiety or eating habits. All the reasons, all the ways you can use it are on my website at ashleyb.com. That's A-S-H-L-E-E-B.com. And if you're listening and you um, reach out to me, I'll give you 50% off my hypnotherapy sessions just by being a listener of ceiling fans. So, yeah, yay. Yay. Uh, so it's usually $175 an hour. So you'll get 50% off if you just oh. mention the podcast.
0: Hey, hey look, hey, look making it making it work
1: yeah I'm trying to get back
0: <laughs> um oh that's good alright so man you really want the time alright try to wrap it up wrap it up wrap it up um so I should to try to get some sleep <laughs> <today>. <laughs> yeah gotta
1: get
0: I, that sleep I, I, I'll be up to midnight either I go home go right to sleep i will be up watching skate videos and conflict <laughs> on YouTube either
1: as far. long as you're relaxed
0: yeah I, I'll be relaxed which is, so um so you have, um yeah, contact information you want to get in touch with. Like, hit the website. Try it out. Like, if you tried anything, like, I've been on pills. Uh, I haven't seen therapists yet, but, like, you've seen therapists. Anything you do, you can try. Just reach out to Ashley or just, like, mm-hmm. in general, just, like, seek help. Like, you may not, you yes. may not feel it. You may feel like you're proud. So you may not have enough money. There's always avenues, there's always websites, there's always people willing to help you.
1: There's Absolutely. You,
0: especially in this time we're going through right now. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I work at, I work retail. I see it. Yeah. And I'm in it on the, on one of the front
1: lines.
0: Dealing with Yes, that. you are. Like, checking my throat. Wow. Like, my throat scratchy? I got corona? Like Is this cough? No, nah, it went down the wrong pipe hole. No, nah, I'm not coughing. It's just that can really do a lot on your psyche in general. So definitely reach out to Ashley. Of she gets her yeah,
1: I'm happy out. to. And I offer payment plans. so Payment, um, payment plans. Pay like, for- yeah, you can even... Because I know when I needed therapy and I couldn't afford it and it was messed up not being able to find someone that with like a sliding scale or payment plan. So... Yeah, put your stuff on my way and get some help. <laughs> like, it's all good. I will work with
0: you. Yeah, okay, so I know we'll be here for another like 30 minutes. Um, but I'm just, I'm just going to end it off right here. Most likely we'll have you back on the show. Definitely got to have you back on the show, going more in depth with hypnotherapy, even if it's for yeah. like 30 minutes or 45 minutes or another hour, 20 or whatnot. But thank you so much, Ashley, for like, mm-hmm. coming on. Literally, this made my whole year.
1: I'm you know, happy. And like, me too. is so big, y'all.
0: We known each other since we was like five, oh, six. Yeah. Oh my God, that's that's crazy. To to know that. That's I'm sorry. That's gonna stick with me. Like that's really gonna stick with me. And just yeah. Like, like I said, like when I first saw you back like 2009, '2010, it was just like it was something about you that clicked. Mm-hmm. And usually. You, I'm saying, you had an aura about you, you had a vibe, a real vibe, energy about you, but it's just like that was probably like the real fire underneath it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she's from your childhood. You just definitely, don't know. Like, and like either yeah, one of us. Everything clicked for me when you said everything clicked. I was like, I started in flashbacks. Like, yo, I remember, I remember this It's just like, oh. so I remember one of my. One of my, well not my brother's brothers, but my my brother homies, he's like a brother to me. And then he was just like, he could, uh, I can't think of an actress name. Um, she played on Lovecraft Country you now. Sorry, I love that too. On uh,
1: what?
0: She played on uh, Janae, Janae, Janae Smollett. Janae Smollett. I can't even think. Oh, She's yeah, that. I remember.
1: Uh, yeah, people used to still play on me to her all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And is playing for us. And I remember my my brother's friend, like, oh,
1: is that the girl down the street? <laughs>
0: And I literally, I was like, no. Nah. I it look I just, I was back then, like it don't look like her, but like that—that that, that, that memory popped in my head when you was mentioning that. Like all like a rush of memories from back in that day. So.
1: Oh, they said that. They said that she was were, down the street. Like, yeah, because yeah, looks
0: looked uh, back then. <laughs> no, I used to
1: be at the yeah the girl everyone asked me if I was all the time. That's funny. Oh my gosh, Marty! Wow,
0: that's. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cry in the car. I'm happiness.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, uh, do it.
0: <laughs> so thank Love you, for, for, uh, thank you for tuning in, ceiling fam, ceiling fans podcast. This is your first time, or your first and last time, or your last time, or you yeah. subscribe to the show, share it, uh, rate it. If it's under three, don't rate it. <laughs> Just rate, give me a rating, <laughs> leave <a> review. Um, <laughs> hopefully I get to knock out more of these next time I have a mic set up. So I was thinking. I have a mic. will try to do this better. I don't
1: know. Sounds clear.
0: It's not all good. As long, as, as long as it's recording. If
1: this doesn't record,
0: I will literally cry in anger. <laughs> but it says <laughs> recording, so we, we're good. Everything sounds, sound is sounding good. But uh, yeah, also subscribe to Tree Villa Records on Spotify. Whatever you listen to your podcast, subscribe to like Coolery. We're all the same, one big family doing podcasts. Um, anything else? Uh yeah, follow me on uh Instagram. I don't know Marty, I D U N N O, Marty. Uh, I post a lot of cool pictures, and my Insta story is just me skateboarding and <laughs> going to work. <laughs> uh, any last words, Ashley? Uh,
1: you can follow me to learn more about hypnosis or how it's used therapeutically, and also just like daily inspiration on how to get your mind right and healthy and happy. Um, it's Ashley B. A. S. H. L. E. E. B. Hypnotherapy on Instagram. So if you can't find that, you can just uh, DM Marty and he'll tell you how to find me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when I post this episode, all information be on there. Yeah. All right. Man, so yeah, stay health, stay healthy, stay peaceful. Take your vitamins. Wash your hands. Wear your fucking mask over your fucking nose. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm at a grocery store. I'm just. I just. All right. So, um, yes. Stay up, be cool, keep it moving and shine. We out.
1: Yeah, bye.